this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad you decided to be with me today on this amazing day. You know, every day is good. I always say, if a day starts off bad or you hit a rough spot, a rough patch during the day, guess what? Stop, look, and listen, right? Stop, look, and listen. What does that mean? It means stop and then look at what you want the day to continue to look like. Get in your spirit and then listen to the sound of the action of carrying this out of how the rest of your day is going to go. And guess what? Your day shifts right then. Stop looking and listen is a truly, truly powerful notion. So don't forget that today or any day that you feel as if something is just not going right for you. And so hopefully we'll start off with that today. But I'm really excited for each one of you to join me today because I wanted to talk about this, this, um, you know, being, having a podcast called Thoughts Become Things. I wanted to discuss a little bit of law of attraction because once again, I'm a firm, huge believer in it. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, it sounds like we've gotten off off course. It sounds like we, you know, we've gotten off the Bible and everything else. And I want about to say, contrary to what you think of popular belief within your religious system and not a spiritual kingdom system, law of attraction is extremely biblical. So I'm going to talk about today: is the law of attraction biblical? Now let's start with the basics, and that is this. This is for those even that might say, "Well, you know, I know this. I, I'm, I'm I'm well, you know, um, versed for." lack of better words, you know, in scriptures, and I know what the law of attraction is, and maybe you've already made up your own mind, but I want you to think about this just for a moment. I want to give you food for thought today, and that is this. Okay, so the foundation of law of attraction is what? Thoughts become things, and then we begin to understand, as a man thinketh in his heart, so easy. We get that, right? Now, some of you are going to like where I'm going today when I get a little deeper into this thing. And then we understand, you know, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Now, is it magical that we just sort of speak something and all of a sudden just magically, you know, something begins to shift and change? No. It's not about magic. It's not about, you know, a, a word becoming a magic magic peel that we swallow and all of a sudden we just say it and, and bam, all of a sudden the whole world changes. No. It's basically dealt on and, and boils down to who you are. Who you are. How you see yourself in this world. Now, I don't want to get off course because I want to talk about the things of the scriptures today when it deals with the law of attraction, but I want to give a little bit of side notes here, okay? And that is this. When we deal with, you know, the power of life and death in the tongue, we deal with our life in general, and we deal with, you know, um, what we are, we have to begin to understand that we can look in a, in, a, in a natural world and we can see where, you know, people's beliefs turned out to shape their lives. So, you know, whether we like the, the term, the coin term law of attraction, or whether we, you know, how we view it or judge it, the truth is we can see with our natural eyes how it turns out in everyday society. Right? We can see where drug drug addicts hang out with drug addicts. I mean, let's just be real about it, folks. 
Alcoholics, hang out with alcoholics. People that are Christians, hang out with people that are Christians. Hindus, hang out with Hindus. You know, I mean, you, you get the, you think, you get the consensus, right? You get the understanding of even sometimes, even within races. Let's be real about it. Whether we like it or not, you know, cause sometimes I don't like it cause I have friends of all different ethnic backgrounds. But the truth is the majority of the time, people hang out sometimes with their own race. I mean, it's just, you know, it doesn't mean it's bad or good. It just means that's sometimes what we tend to sort of be a draw to at times unless we change our paradigm and begin to discover new things in this world and realize how we're all equal and then we begin to open that path but when it when it boils down to sort of just being general a lot of times we'll tend to move that direction of anything in our lives you know if we're Christian we just sort of gravitate towards Christians you know if we if, if we if, if we happen to be one of those people where we smoke weed a lot or we cuss a lot we're gonna gravitate towards people who are gonna be like oh man you do that too we should hang out right I mean, think about that. That's that's sort of what people do in their lives. And so that's sort of like what most of us begin to look at and say, well, you know what? We can't argue with that. So it really is that like attracts like. Now then, with that said, let me say this, okay? This is where we want to get biblical on this. So we could come up with the scripture and say, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Yeah, been there, done that. We've said that, right? We can then turn around and say, well, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Been there, done that, right? But then we can turn around and say stories about Jacob and Laban. You know, how one labored in the field, warning, you know, the, the daughter, uh, uh, you know, of the father. And he's like, hey, look, man, any, you know, calf you have, anything that's spotted, I'll give it to you. You, you know, you're laboring with me. I'll give it to you. And so that's in Genesis, by the way. And then when we read that story, he put pieces of bark in the water. And when the cattle you know, got in heat, or let's say they're get, they're ready to mate, right? And guess what? They drank from the trough, and the guy put pieces of bark within the float the, the water. So pieces of bark were floating in the water. And when they were in heat, put it another way, when they were in high, you know, energy, we'll say when they when they were really energetic. Okay, how's that for living? You know, a good word, you know, um, is when they were really high energetically, guess what happens? They drank the water like normal, which they normally would do, but they begin to birth forth spotted calves. Why? Because the pieces of the bark in the water is what they viewed. What you view, you're going to begin to uh, 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 birth forth. What you view, you're going to attract. And so we could go on and on and on in scriptures. But I want to be able to take a little bit of turn today for each one of you. So let's say, for example, you say, okay, you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm totally convinced now. Or maybe you might say to yourself, you know, that sounds really good. Yeah, okay, well, maybe. Okay, well, let me try to push you over the edge in your convincing here, okay? So let's go to New Testament. Let's go to scriptures such as, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Okay, let's go to scriptures such as, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And then we can go to scriptures, you know, uh, that, you know, um, that says, God has already given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. And then we have other scriptures such as, you know, ask, you know, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened, right? But then we go on to other scriptures that says, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, which is meaning the Holy Spirit. So there's a resurrection spirit in you. Now you might say, I don't see the connection. Well, guess what? It's a huge connection because law of attraction has this sort of premises or this sort of definition of like attracts like, but also has with it uh, the, the, the term uh, positivity, which means if you think positive, you attract positive things, right? You think negative things, you attract negative things. Now, I want you to hear me with all those scriptures. I mean, I just gave you guys a ton of scriptures within this small period, period, you know, window, uh, time frame in this podcast, but I want you to think about these scriptures. 
Are these scriptures positive or do they speak negative to you? What do these scriptures pretty much say? Here's what they say. They say this. Hey, I'm going to train you. So let's say, for example, you're reading the word, you're reading the Bible. And, 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 the, and the Bible, let's say, is speaking to you and it says, hey, I'm going to train you. Here's what I'm going to train you in. I'm going to train you how to have action to ask. Because the first thing you got to do is ask, right? Second thing you got to do is you got to seek. You got to really put some action behind that asking and, and, and you're going to find it. And then there's more action of just, hey, if you just knock for, I mean, knock on every door possible, eventually the door is going to open up to you. So we can see that being exactly the action of thinking positive because it is telling you when you ask and you don't ask of anything, you know, that you don't want, right? You ask because you want it. You know, you're wanting the answer. You're wanting, you know, to, to get this job or you're wanting to find a wife or you're wanting to find, you know, a better career. You're finding a church, you know, whatever the case may be, you're asking. So you notice right here that law of attraction, you know, from a biblical point of view, is saying you're going to have to ask what is in your heart. And then you got to seek for it diligently, and you got to knock for it, and eventually, the harder you put the action to the very thing you're wanting, it's going to happen for you. Right? Okay, let's go to some more scriptures we talked about. Other scriptures that deal with, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now that's a very, very strong, positive scripture. And I love that scripture because, once again, it deals with what? Positivity. Positivity. And that is what? A declaration of me saying, I can do all things. It doesn't say anything such as, you can't do anything if you're a Hindu. You can't do anything if you're not speaking in tongues. You can't do anything if you're sick. You can't do anything if you're healthy. You can't do anything if you're sad. It doesn't say any of that. What it says is, I can do all. Bottom line is, I can do all. I can do all. Now, some people that are out there are going to be like, you know, cringing because I didn't finish the sentence to say, no, you can't do anything without Christ. Well, let's finish the verse then. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So therefore, I've got strength because Christ gave me strength. And what that strength is saying to me is, Jeremy, Think positive and know that you can do all things. So if you read the verse, it's not saying to you, I can do all things. And if I sort of, you know, uh, and then, then first of all, once I say I can do all things, then sort of take a pause and say, cause I'm so unworthy. I'm worthless. I'm good for nothing. I can't do anything. I'm so stupid. But God gives me the strength, brother. No. Keep your religious, keep your religious traditions. I have, I don't want nothing to do with that. Okay. You keep your religion. I don't need your religion. Okay, people who always say I'm not religious are usually the ones that are religious. Can I get an amen from the choir? You know, they're the ones that are always going to talk the Christianese language, and you're like, oh, brother, can you just talk? Can you carry on a conversation? And let's just glorify God through a conversation, right? You know, natural, normal conversation. But if you think about it, uh, that's a little pet peeve, as you can tell. But if you think about it, it's what the scripture's saying is not that. It's saying I can do all things through Christ, which means this that if that knowing that I'm in Christ, knowing the greater one lives inside of me, it's already infused to me because, you know, you can't take a scripture without separating it from another scripture. And, 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 and when you fuse these scriptures together, you recognize the fact that God has already given us all things that pertain to life and Godness. So let's start with that one and, and connect it to the other scripture. And that is this. If it says, I have already given you all things. So let, let's start right there. So 
right now, right now, each one of you that are listening to me, you already have all things inside of you. Okay, so so that's what Scripture says. So we're not adding to or taking away. We're, we're saying the Scripture says God has already given it to you. You already have everything that pertains to this entire existence of, you, of this thing you call your life already infused and embedded in you already. Okay, that's what we've already read that. Let's stop right there. Now go back to the other scripture. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Okay, so does it, does it, does that scripture or the other scripture, does it rely on me having to go through my false humility and say I'm so unworthy, I'm worthless, I'm, I'm a piece of junk, I'm so stupid, and without God's amazing grace, brother? No. Well, here, here's what the scripture's saying. You already have everything inside of you. You got everything you need already inside of you. And then with that other scripture saying, so therefore remember that you can do anything you want to. You can do all things. Why? Because you are in the avenue of understanding that you're going through Christ anyway and he's already given you strength. So therefore, if Christ lives in you and you live in him and we recognize that God has already given these things to you, then what you're doing is you're recognizing I already have everything in me. So therefore, all I've got to do is know that I can do all things. Why? Because I've already got all things in me. See, what you, you know, the Bible says line upon line, precept upon precept, which means you need to take every, every scripture, you, you, you add them together, and you recognize they're, they're supposed to all flow together, not separately. They're not some separate division of one over here, one over there. No, they're supposed to flow together in harmony and sync with each other. And what that means is this, if I already have all things in me, then I can do anything I want to. I can do all things. Why? Because I'm already in Christ. Christ has already given me all things. So it's not like i got to sit here and say, I am outside of Christ if I say I can do all things. And then I have to tag on Christ at the end to sort of make myself look a little humble and say, but you know, but it's got to be through Him. Well, let me ask you a question. Then what happened to I've already given you all things that pertain to life and godliness? Because what it's saying to you is this, is you are already in Him. You're already in Christ. You don't have to add on the tagline of being in Christ because what it's saying is He's already given it to you. So therefore, you've already got it inside of you. And knowing that it's already inside of you, you can say, from a law of attraction point of view, I have everything inside of me I already need because Christ has already given me those things inside of me. So therefore, I'm allowed to be able to do all things in my life. Why? Because I already have the strength in me. Are you with me? Because you have to remember, you're not adding Christ into the mix of I can do all things and then let me throw Christ in there, right? No. What the verse is letting you know is it's comparing it to the other verses. And then let's do it, let's, let's, let me ask you this question. Then if that's the case, then when, even when we look at the understanding of, you know, asking it shall be given, seeking you shall find, knock the door shall be opened to you. Any man who asks receives. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Where's Christ in that scripture? And the point I'm making to you is this, because Christ has already given you all things. So in other words, you already have, because of him, you already have all things in you. You don't have to add Christ to the scripture. You already have Christ in you. You already have all things from Christ in you. So therefore, don't act like you're saying, I can do all things, but I got to make sure it's through the Lord. It's through Christ. He's already done it for you. He's already given it to you. So it's automatically going to be through him. You know, I don't want to say whether you like it or not, but it's already going to be through him because he's already done the finished work. And so don't act like it's a tagline you're trying to add to it. What the verse is saying is, look, since I already have all things in me, okay, that's a done deal, paid for, already done. That means I can do all things. 
Because I have the strength in me already inside of me. Already inside of me. Because why? Because of what he did. So I don't have to add him to the flavor of me saying, Oh brother, if you're going to go get this job, you can't do it without the Lord. Well, the Lord's already paid the price for me to get this job. The Lord's already paid the price and already infused me with the knowledge and the wisdom that I need to get to, to get this job and to do all things that I you know that I want to do in this life of what I know I can put my hand to because it's going to prosper. You see what I'm saying? And so you have to understand a lot of Christians in, in a religious circle likes to add add Christ as the tagline to sort of almost say, you know, I can do all things as a negative because then I have to be sort of add Christ to it because if not, it's going to be more like me doing it all myself mentality. But yet you have to remember what the verse is saying when you compare it to other scriptures is, you know what? I can ask, seek, and knock. It's going to be given for me. Why? Because of what he did, you know, ancient years ago on the cross, right? And I, I, I can I can do all things. I've already got the strength to do it because I've already been given all things. And so when you understand that, you don't have to walk into a false humility by feeling as if, you know, whatever I do now, I've got to make sure I do it this way. Well, here's the key thing. The this way mentality has already been paid for for you because you already have it in you. Does that make sense? You already have it all in you already because of what he did. So he's not a tagline to add. It's already been taken care of you. So go and think positive. Go and speak positive. Go and do all things because you got the strength to do it in you. You know, uh, you've already got the, the the power of life and death in you know within you. You've got the keys of the kingdom. So go ahead and just do it. Go ahead and do it. That's what he's saying. Those verses are letting you know it's already been paid for. So just do it because whatever you do, you're gonna, you know, it's going to prosper. And think about this way: all these verses are alluding towards positivity of you getting out and doing something of you believing in yourself of you accomplishing these achievements about you uh, you know climbing whatever it is you got to climb to get what you get your, to get what you've been dreaming about and these are things that are letting you know all of this lines up 101% with the the power of what we consider law of attraction because law of attraction is what think it and you'll have it. Think it, and you'll become it. Be it, and, and you'll have it. And all of these are amazing, wonderful things of letting you know that you've got to know who you are. You've got to put action energy behind it. Know what you're after and go accomplish it because there's nothing you cannot do. Right? And this is a beautiful picture. A beautiful picture from a biblical point of view of that, of these and so many other scriptures of positivity. Even stories in the Bible turned out to be positive at the very end. Why? Because there's always a good outcome. That's why the gospel is called the good news. Because there's always a good outcome. And the outcome is always going to be what are you doing with what you have? You've got, you've been given all these things, all these tools, all these keys, all these, you know, we'll say weapons for lack of better words. You know, um, you are, you have this, you have that. I mean, you've got it all. So what are you waiting on? Why are you complaining? Why is your life so bad when I've already given you all things that pertain to life and godliness? And see, that's when religion kicks in. Because religion wants to say, you know, if you pray hard enough, it, you, know, it, you, know, it, you know, if God loves you, he'll do it. And God's like, I've already done it. I've already done it. It's already in you. So go do it. This is, the, and when people ask me, well, what the will of God, the will of God, I wrote this down in manifesting the will of God in your life. Because one of the things people don't realize is they, they get confused with when it says, what is the will of God for your life for this situation, that situation? The key thing is you've got the mind of Christ. If you put action behind, you know, the power in you that you've already been given and you go out there, here's what's going to happen. You're going to be led by the Spirit anyway. 
You're going to be led by the Spirit. Go for it. And this is the power of true faith. Because, because faith lets me know I'm going to live life that was died, that He died to give me was life. So I'm going to live life abundantly. I'm going to have what I want to have because I'm work hard for it. I'm going to put my mind to it. I know who I am and what I have, what I have to offer. And whatever I don't have, I'm going to go after. And whatever I want to accomplish, I'm going to make it work. And if I want something, I'm going to get the job done. This, these are the methods and the power of principles that are biblical that have been given to you to say, now go, go and do likewise, go and live your life. This is what God is saying. Because the moment you realize that it's everything's paid for and everything has a happy ending to it in the scriptures in the sense of that, 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 that it was dealt with man's choices. You know, you, you complain, you know, children of Israel in the, in the desert, you complain. Well, guess what? You don't enter the promised land. The devil didn't stop you. The devil didn't come against your finances, children of Israel, and you couldn't get into the, into the promised land. Could you imagine the children of Israel saying, oh, the, you know, the, the, the devil of, you know, is stealing my finances? No, if you really think about it, you're stopping yourself because you're moaning and complaining and griping. Hello. And you're not speaking life into your family, life into your situation, speaking positive things and believing you're going to attract what it is God's paid the price for you to have, which is he wanted you to have the promised land. So guess what? There's no Satan here. There's no devil of finances trying to rob you, children of Israel, right? If, if the children of Israel, if, if the, if, if Israel, if Israelis back in the day were existed right now in modern Christianity in the Western world, they would look, look at us and say, you're a bunch of kooks. Because we don't understand all this name blame, you know, blame game you're playing on, on, on you know, people, on the devil and, and making up these spiritual names that are not biblical because the truth is take responsibility. You've already got it. And, and, and the children of Israel would say, it wasn't some devil that stopped us. It was us that stopped us. We didn't enter in because we chose to choose, you know, cho- we chose to build a golden calf. We chose to enter in because we murmured and complained. And the scripture says that. So many things, folks, let me tell you something, are blamed on, on, on the devil devil and demons and stuff when the truth is God is saying read the word if you read the Bible you'll realize half of the time you're not going to read what you believe hello you're not going to read what you believe because what you believe is not biblical what you need to understand is the majority of things is of your own nature and your own involvement and your own choices and your own ignorance and your own we'll say lack of knowledge how's that because we don't tend to take up what we know is real, which is our power of responsibility, our power of identity, our power of authenticity, our power that has life and death in us. And there's no devil that can take that away from us. So we don't have to buy, you know, can you imagine somebody saying, I bind the devil, uh, you know, trying to come against my words? Well, you're wasting your energy. You're wasting your time and your effort. The power of life and death is in your tongue. There's no warfare with that. You already have the power in your tongue, Right? And you can choose to eat the fruit of that, of that, of your labor, or the fruit of your, of what you're speaking forth, the Bible says, or you, or you don't, or you are not. But there's no warfare here when it says you have this. Okay? There's no warfare that, that means you have it. If the power's in you in your mouth, that means the power's in your mouth. Okay? It can't, it can't be destroyed. It's already existing. And this is where people say, ah, oh, wow, I get it now. And the moment you get it and you understand it, you realize you're going to deconstruct a lot of your theology that was not biblical. Because if you read 99.9% of the time, these people are like, where are you coming up with this stuff, folks? Charismatics, Western World, America, 2022. Where are you coming up with this stuff? 
Because what, because what we understood was it was our own nature to choose not to enter in or enter in. It was by our murmuring complaining in which we chose not to enter in or enter in. It was through us, you know, Esther, going before the, the king. I didn't hear any devil in that situation. She chose because of passionate love for her people to go into the courts before her husband, which, which really is also her king, which you're not supposed to just enter in that way, and she could have been thrown in jail or killed. But you know what? No devil here. She just knew my responsibility is out of love. I'm going to do it. And love is my, my, my greatest tool and weapon. And so you have to think of all these scriptures, folks, to understand that you have what it takes and so law of attraction is extremely real. You will attract it from murmuring, complaining, and not enter in or get it. Or either you will not be able to enter in because you had doubt and unbelief. Hello, Job. Or you can begin to look at situations and understand that, you know what? I choose to, to understand that I have everything in me. And because I do, I'm going to make my life work. I'm going to make my life count because God has willed me to do that. And you're going to be able to do that. And then at the end of your life, God's going to say, well done, that good and faithful servant. You, you kick some butt on this earth because you, you chose to not, not be immature and blame some devil. You chose to take responsibility and change the system of your thinking and your world. And when you did it, good for you. Enter in. That's what I believe God's going to say to us. So it's time that we take up responsibility and look at our lives and say, you know what, I need to look at biblical uh, understanding of who to blame and where, where the blame game is, but more importantly, understand the positivity, the things that have already been granted and given to me to think upon and act on, and it's going to happen in my reality and change my world. I love talking to you guys on this podcast. I really do. A lot of this, you know, everything I speak on comes from my heart of what I've learned I'm going through and things that God's already shared with me for many years. Things that work for me because I know it'll work for you. And these are the key things that I really love because I want to make your life easier. Is life easy? Not really, but it can become a little easier. You know, is the devil real? Sure, he's real. But I don't want to put his, I don't, I don't have time to focus on him. I'd rather put the focus on you and say, hey, you didn't do this, so you're not going to be able to get this. Because you know what that's going to do to you? It won't make you feel condemned. It'll make you realize, wait a minute. If I didn't do it this way or that this time and didn't enter in, what if I changed the way I did it? Does that mean I can enter in? Does that mean I can have what I'm asking for? Absolutely you can, my friend. This is the message I'm trying to relate to you. Don't give up on your life. Christ died to give you life and life more abundantly for you to enjoy and to make good godly decisions and speak positive things and attract things by knowing who you are and what you have with inside of you. This is the message of the kingdom. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in for our talk, to our podcast today. I want to encourage every one of you. You've got to be able to go and download my new book. I'm excited about it. My book this month is at, um, for the Book of the Month Club is actually called Healing from Negative Energy. It's biblical. You're going to love it. Healing from Negative Energy. You can download the, the uh, ebook or you can order the book and I'll be glad to autograph it for you. But go to the website right now, identitynetwork.net, and download it or order it today. You're going to be glad you did. It'll help change your life. And as I close, I always close by saying this. If you don't like your day, change your thoughts and your reality will align with the new thoughts you're thinking. God bless. 
This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.